0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Surveyor Says, the NSPS podcast. My name is Tim Birch, and I am the Executive Director for the National Society of Professional Surveyors and your host for this podcast. Each episode of Surveyor Says features topics and guests from the world of surveying and geospatial professions and highlights up-and-coming personalities and technology. This episode will introduce you to our candidates for secretary in the upcoming NSPS Young Surveyors Network, Officer Elections. Our guests include Catherine O'Buckley, YSN rep from New York, and Spencer McCutcheon, YSN rep from Utah. Voting for this election will open on December 15th, close on December 31st, and eligible members will receive an email to cast your ballot. So, without further delay, here's our next installment of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. This is your host, Tim Birch, except this time I'm once again not going to be the host. I'm going to hand it off to the Young Surveyors Group, Young Surveyors Network, uh, consisting of the Young Surveyors uh, Officers, uh, current current President Jacob Heck, current Vice President uh, Nolan Mark, and current Secretary Heather Keenan. And today we are interviewing the, the uh, guests are going to be Spencer McCutcheon from Utah. And I just went blank on cat what your last name is. Cat Catherine O'Buckley. Yes. Today our guests are Spencer McCutcheon from Utah and Catherine O'Buckley from now are you Jersey or are you New York? I never never know because you float between the two.
1: I do float between the two. Um, I have Where
0: do you want to be I, from today?
1: I'm from New York. Okay. I'm from New York.
0: Okay. Very good. But I
1: also have an apartment in Jersey.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody making time to 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 do all of these things and uh it's been kind of fun turning this over to the young surveyors that hopefully someday we get more of an opportunity to expand our 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 hosting roles on these things, but in the meantime, let's get to know these two candidates. So President Heck, I'll turn it over to you.
2: Uh, Thanks, Tim. So yeah, just a a little bit about the Young Surveyors Network. We have representatives from just about all the states and and we work very closely with uh, FIG Young Surveyors on the international side, and we work at the local level on the um, NSPS side. Um, And we're made up of a a group of, of young professionals for the most part, age 35 and under, or within 10 years of graduating with your uh, most recent degree. Um, So today we're interviewing the secretary candidates for our slate of officers. And our officer board is made up of the president, the vice president, the immediate past president, who is right now James Combs, who was unable to be on the call today, um, and also the secretary. So we're interviewing the secretary candidates. This is for a one year term and, uh, ballots will go out, uh, to uh, young surveyor network members, uh, on December 15th and voting wraps up on December 31st. And shortly after the new year, we will announce the winners. Uh, so, um, the other day we had interviewed the vice president candidates and that uh, that interview should be available online at this point, I would think if you're listening to, to the secretary um, interviews. So I, I encourage you to, to listen to both and get to know the candidates and and get to know the future of, of this organization. So I'll go ahead and, and pass it off to Nolan uh, to get us started here.
3: Hello. Hello, you two. Thanks for joining. Pleasure to see you. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to just get really difficult, really quick, you know, Tell us about yourself, where you work, where you're from, or I guess in Catherine's place, if there's a third place you want to be uh, recognized from, and uh, you know, why do you want to be secretary for YSN? And we'll start with Spencer.
4: Okay, cool. So just a little bit about me. I'm currently from Utah. I'm actually starting a business in Idaho January 1st. Um, so I will be from from Idaho. Um, claiming that as my home state now. Um, I kind of fell into surveying, probably like a lot of you. Um, I was going into civil engineering, met a surveyor. Uh, He was wearing an engineering shirt. I said, hey, you an engineer? He says, no, those guys are stupid. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'm going into civil engineering. He's like, no, you're not. I was like, well, I'm actually going to school. He's like, no, you're going to have a job with me and you're going to be a surveyor. Um, And that guy really, really put the passion into surveying for me um, and I try to carry that passion forward um, and, and doing that um, I'm looking for this opportunity to be a secretary to show my passion for surveying i um, to give back to a career that's given everything to me um, that supports my children and my family um, and so I'm just looking to give back in any way I can and so at this time it would be the secretary
3: so awesome Catherine
1: Hello. Um, My name is Catherine O'Buckley. I'm from the state of New York, but I'm a military child. So I've moved around quite a few of the states. Well, not quite a few. I moved to Georgia. I moved back to New York. I moved to Germany, then I moved back to New York. My family moved to Texas, then to Florida, now back in New York. Um, And I also live part time in New Jersey currently. Um, I am a third or fourth generation surveyor. My grandpa learned surveying from, I think, his uncle. And since then, my dad is a surveyor and a civil engineer. My uncle is a lawyer and a land surveyor. My cousins are land surveyors. My sister is licensed in New York State. And I'm currently trying to get licensed in New York State. Ooh, that was a lot of words. Um, but why why I want to be the secretary for NSPSYSN? Real quick, uh, Monday. My my like he was saying, this industry has given me quite a lot. Um, my mom is an immigrant from the Philippines. So she grew up in the provinces of the Philippines, had nothing. Um, and my dad is from Elmira, New York, which is not a nice part of New York. (laughs) And so when they came to the five boroughs and really started their land surveying business is when they probably went from like, poor to like middle class, and it afforded me quite a lot of privileges. Um, but I don't think I like really had passion for land surveying when I was younger. Um, it was more of like, oh, you're going to go to the field right now as a child. It was like um, my chore. And I didn't gain passion for it until I got to college and learned about the history of land surveying, and how like deeply American this profession is, um, and I really liked that aspect. And when I came to the NSPS competition, it, like really, besides being a military child, I didn't know much about the other states in America, and so I got to learn more about them and. Once I joined NSPS after graduating college, I was just like, I'm going to do stuff. I'm going to help. So here I am trying to do stuff, trying to help. This is a one-year term. Some would view it as a short amount of time. What do you feel like you can accomplish in such a time? We'll go with Kat first. I do have plans, or I do have goals in mind. Um, I've been helping with Instagram page for almost a year now just under a year Um, we just got over a hundred posts done Um, we're at 915 followers or something like that Um, so the goal is by the end of the year to make it to a thousand followers Um, at the end of next year I have a very lofty goal of like 5,000 followers like, I am going to try real hard. Um, also 2024 coming up, that's, the, I think, the 10-year anniversary of when NSPS sense started, according to the website. So the plan is to kind of artificially create longevity or the appearance of longevity on the page, so we have 100 posts, and typically when you see a long-established page, they have thousands of posts and thousands of followers to go with it. So we only have 100 posts right now. So theoretically, if NSPSYSN started this Instagram in 2014 and posted once a week, every week, for the past 10 years, we would have had 520 posts by now. We're at 100. (laughs) So My goal is to try to get like halfway there. So end of the year, 220 posts total. So some lofty goals, Um, but hopefully it means more representation for the states, more promotion on our activities and updates on what we're doing. So that's kind of like my general goal in terms of the social media aspects. Spencer.
4: Can you repeat the question, please?
1: What do you feel you can accomplish in such a short
3: amount of time?
4: Yeah, you're. I mean, that's that's pretty short. Um, I currently am the secretary of our legislative committee in the UCLS, the Utah Council Land Surveying. Um, so. I'm familiar with the secretary, so what I think i can accomplish, I can help keep the records, uh, just help keep everything organized in that year, um, and just make the YSN run smoothly and and like a well-oiled
2: machine, so. Yeah. Great, yeah, that sound, sounds like a good plan. Now, we've, we've kind of talked about the secretary role, the officer role. Now, more generally, more broadly, why is it important for somebody to be a part of YSN? Uh, and with any group like this, we're successful because of the volunteer work that the members put in. And many of these members have a lot of other things going on. So like, what are the benefits of, of being a part of YSN and the benefits of serving in a leadership role? So Spencer, you want to take that? Yeah, for sure. So I started
4: YSN, I think it, my, my first time was in 2020, uh, the fall of 2020. Um, so I've been around for about three years um, and the relationships that I've gained in the YSN community, that is really where I think the strength of of the YSN network. Um, I've got friends in Georgia and Texas um, that we actually go elk hunting together um, and we spend more time than just surveying. Of course, we just talk about surveying all the time, but, but those relationships really are important to me. Um, And just to see how other people do it in other states, it kind of gives you more of an overlook of, hey, what I'm doing here in my specific little city doing this one boundary is not just about this one thing. It's really the bigger picture um, and how we how we really affect more than just that landowner, um, because the stuff we set, it can be perpetuated for for hopefully forever. Um, and so I think that's the value of being in the YSN is you get networks, you learn, um, and you grow.
2: Okay, yeah, great. And Catherine, what, what do you think about that? What's, um, what's the benefit of being a member of YSN and why is it important to, to be active, to volunteer and to serve in a leadership role?
1: I definitely agree with a lot of what Spencer said when I graduated college, I was really, really lost in terms of like friendships or like relationships. I think once you leave the like traditional American education system, when you're not like spending hours and hours a day around like groups of people your age, like a lot of people have a hard time making friends, finding community. So when We had the fall meeting a few years ago. I was just like, I'm going. I'm taking off work and I'm leaving to go spend time with people closer to my age (laughs) Um, and in a field that is similar. So everyone kind of thinks the same a little um, or has similarities and
4: I don't know if it's
1: supposed to, like... I, like, that's really important, especially there... I think there's quite a few studies coming out, like, post-pandemic, that people have worse communication skills. <laughs> um And they have a harder time making friends and building community because they don't spend time, like, face-to-face. Um, and they only spend time on the internet. So when we have things like this, we can create the opportunity to meet more face-to-face so people aren't as sad
3: awesome awesome so as uh liam neeson would say you know what what certain skills do you bring to the table you know he's got a certain set of skills um so you know how do you plan on working with the other officers and what skills specifically do you bring to this group and go ahead, Cat.
1: What skills that I have to bring to this group? I'm social and I'm young, so I'm gonna be around for a while <laughs> but uh I definitely i'm I'm not gonna lie in order to do a like a lot of the Instagram stuff. I keep tabs on everyone. I have a running master calendar of every single state's events. And like I have it in order of like when I should be posting things right now. Um I have like 15 posts to put out with before the end of December at yeah. least. So like in terms of trying to keep up with what's going on and communicating with all the states so everyone can see like the benefits of what this organization does for each other so my stalking skills are peak they're great
3: (laughs) hey everybody's got that one stalker friend you could be that person
1: (laughs) i'm fantastic at it
2: (laughs) somebody you want to have on your team instead of not on your team
3: exactly so how about you spencer what kind of skills do you bring and how can you how can you work better this leadership?
4: Um, kind of like, yeah, I'm very social if you ever met me. Um, I like to be the life of the party. Um, growing up in the school, they called me the class clown. I just love to laugh. I love everybody just to be happy. Um, and that's my goal and that if you know me, that if I have a hard day, I'm still laughing. Um, so I bring that to the table. Um, what else? I'm also very passionate about what I do um if I say I want to do something, I get it done. It might be a week late, but it's gonna get done um and and I love what I do. I love surveying um so I bring that passion with me as well so
0: all right, they're gonna let me jump in here for a second and ask a question um since you know the the role of n s p s staff is to really kind of help bridge some things um from your perspective in uh, the young surveyors group, what can NSPS do better to help reduce that gap between the young surveyors network and really, let's just say the the traditional NSPS, the board of directors, the committees and things? How do we reduce that gap to where there's more interaction with, uh, with all generations? Um, we did see a lot of that happen in Cleveland at, um, at our panel discussion. Uh, and in fact, I think the, the both of you got up and, sp- and spoke at some point in time on different things, um, which was good. But what more can we do to encourage this cross-pollination of the generations within surveying? Let's go with Spencer first.
4: Okay, um, one thing I think, um, so actually, Norm, uh, with CST board, uh, he's, he's reached out to me. Um, I'm currently on the CST board, but that's one thing that really changed my outlook um, from OISN to NSPS is uh, they got me involved in some of the boards. Um, so I feel more involved with what's going on nationally, um, especially with the CST. And so Norm's done a really good job to include me um, to ask questions, what I think, um, which is which has been very helpful, and I think that's really where we need to bridge that gap. Is uh, us as young people? I mean, we do need to learn from from that older generation because there's so much knowledge that they have. Um, but also, I believe that there is some knowledge that we can pass on as as kids, um, and that's how I I talk and teach with my kids too. Is I, I tell them, hey, like you probably know things I don't know, and so feel free to give your opinion. Um, and, and we can take that with the strides
0: that we need to. Excellent. Kat, what do you think? What What can we do better to put some things together and, like I said, reduce that gap between the generations and the, the for lack of a better term, two sides of the organization right now?
1: Ooh, that's a hard I, – I definitely agree with what you're saying, but – in my perspective, it's really, really hard to bridge that gap, like everyone thinks it's hard to bridge that gap um, like in terms of our perspectives on things, like we need to have definitely the younger leadership speak up about certain things um and show show our opinions more often because you you don't know our opinions unless one of us say, like openly says it. Um and so you can't learn from us unless we have the bravery to speak up. And it's really hard to be the one to say, "Oh yeah, like this is how I breathe. This is this is how I what I need to exist as a person." Because how, like, the generations, like, when I talk to my parents, they're like, oh, well, that's not how things were for me. But if something's different, doesn't mean, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, lessen the impact on who you are. It's just different. So let letting people express those opinions more often is, is probably a good thing.
0: That's good. That's good. And I, I've got a short follow-up to that, um, to, to ask, uh, and Spencer, you're a good, you're a good example of, of being able to help trying to, to basically intertwine with, with the, with the adult table for lack of better term. Um, are there more things that we need to change within the committee structures, the meetings, various things that would allow the young surveyors to have that the, that confidence and that voice to step up and be heard that much more. So Kat, would you just go ahead and, and, and let, me, you know, let us know what you think we can do better in our functions to make sure that everybody is heard and everybody has an opportunity and uh, not get shushed and go sit at the kids table.
1: Oh, darn, I feel like these are hard questions. Within, within the meetings that I've been to, everyone's allowed to talk and everyone's allowed to have an opinion. But it's different if any of those things said actually comes to fruition. Um, so like in my state society, I have all these ideas for my committee and I tell them about it, but because I'm young or because I'm sassy and opinionated, um, it's not a good idea because it came out of my mouth, and it will take months for someone else to come back and come to the same conclusion, which is really frustrating um, so i I definitely think it'll the if there's more people speaking up then it'll kind of just be like a domino effect the more people stand up the more people come to the table because they see that representation and that representation at that table means a lot
0: that's good spencer what about you what do you think
4: you repeat the question just so i get
3: it
0: what what can what can nsps do to at, at our functions at our committee levels how can we better in uh make everyone feel like they've got like they've got a voice uh within things because to be honest there are some uh of our state directors that don't feel like they can they can speak up they just don't have the confidence to do it what can we do that makes where everyone within that room within within our organization has a voice and because everybody sees things from with different lenses how can we make everybody feel that much more comfortable in being able to do those things
4: yeah i I honestly think that's that's probably an issue in every location because it really depends on the person's pe- person's uh, personality. I don't have that struggle. If I have something come to my head, I usually say it. Um, I actually have a motto right now that I try to live by: is everything that comes to my head, I don't have to say. Um, and so I, I don't struggle with that. But I think I think being vulnerable. Um, helps those that are maybe less reserved or more reserved to be able to open up. Um, those people who are at those committees, obviously they want to help. They want to be there because they're there. Um, so maybe just, yeah, yeah that's the hard one. Just try to have them speak up or ask them personally a question because some people, it takes a question to, to speak up and so they just don't volunteer their thoughts completely. Um, And as us as young surveyors, um, I feel sometimes I don't have or that maybe I don't know as much as someone else. And so maybe, again, I think just asking questions and asking those young surveyors, what do you think in this situation? Um, Maybe that would help them open up.
1: So I think both your answers are very good. But as we wrap up this, I have a fun question to ask instead of our questions we have been asking. So what is your favorite holiday movie, Spencer?
2: First of all, I don't watch very
4: many movies, so I'm not very good. Um, But I would probably say The Christmas Story. um, Just just growing up, uh, that was one of my dad's favorite Christmas movies. Um, so I think I was introduced to it as a kid, um, and the best part is when the guy just has all these coats on and he just falls over and he can't get up. Um, that just makes me happy every time. So.
1: I am not a big fan of Christmas. I'm very, I'm very much a Halloween girl. So probably the closest thing I can get is Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas.
2: Yeah, uh, that was probably the most important and most difficult question that we had. The <laughs> so, yeah, good thing we didn't start off with, with this as, as a debate about uh, Die Hard and its status in the Christmas movie canon. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks both of you for for being here. Um, yeah, I I want to mention to to the audience that uh, both Catherine and Spencer have been very active in Young Surveyor Network over the last couple of years and it's been i've had a great experience working with with both of you so i i want to make sure that that gets out there um i i'm really excited about the future of our leadership board and and where this is going to go in the next uh, couple years uh, in in the next year in particular Um, and to just kind of reiterate some of the things that were said earlier um yeah we're part of NSPS, but we're, we're really not a minor league. Uh, we're very well integrated and we have a lot to offer. And we work very closely with, with the committees and with the leadership board. Um, so we are making sure that our, our voices are heard. And for everybody out there, um, you know, if there is something that if you have any ideas or anything that you want to address, go ahead and reach out to the leadership board of, of the Young Surveyor Network. Um, So with that, again, um, ballots will go out December 15th. Voting wraps up December 31st. And we'll make an announcement shortly after the new year. And the new officers will be sworn in during the spring meeting in Arlington, Virginia in April. So thanks again for, for being here. And thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks.
0: You've been listening to Surveyor Says, the NSPS podcast, and getting to know our two candidates for NSPS YSN Secretary, Catherine O'Buckley and Spencer McCutcheon. A reminder that voting on this election will be open until on December 15th, and eligible members will receive an email with a ballot for casting your vote. Subscribe to the podcast on most of your favorite streaming platforms, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. For more information about the podcast and NSPS, please visit our website nsps.us.com. And remember, it's a great day to be a survey.